0: Brandy's been saying that like she can't get online right now. She says she's locked out of Skype. Or are you on a road trip gallivanting across the country with a ride getting the deep dick and you forgot about the podcast, sister? Let's just
1: see. Hey, hold on a second. Uh-oh. Technology hates me. What's happening over there? It's kind of a long story, but I'm not on my computer. So I had to like somehow get into my Skype, which it sent me like 18,000 security codes to my phone to get into my own Skype account. And it's like, you know what? What's the worst thing that would happen if someone did hack into my Skype? Like big whoop, you're going to pretend to be me on Skype. Literally the only person I talked to is you.
0: I mean, that's a cool thing. (laughs) Someone could talk to me. I mean, you haven't Skyped your sister.
1: No, you're my literal only Skype contact.
0: That's a cool one to have. I must say. Uh Uh-huh. All right, guys, so if you're like me, you're always looking for the next great show to get obsessed with. So when I heard that David E. Kelly uh, has a new freaking series coming to ABC, I lost my mind. You guys know him from, like, Ally McBeal, The Practice, and Big Little Lies, and I was like, all right, I'm all ears. What do you got? And Big Sky is one of those edge-of-your-seat throw rides that's a Full of twists and turns you'll never see coming.
1: When two sisters go missing under the wide open skies of Montana, private detectives Cassie and Cody team up with Cody's ex wife, Jenny, to find them before it's too late. The girl's disappearance soon reveals an even deeper mystery, one that some will do anything to keep hidden. It just goes to show you that even the most beautiful places can hide the darkest secrets.
0: Big Sky features an incredible cast. We're talking Ryan Phillippe, we're talking Katherine Winnick, Kylie Bunbury, uh, and John Carroll Lynch. I cannot wait to check this out. Big Sky premiered yesterday, Tuesday, November seventeenth on ABC. Trust me, guys, do not miss this show. Well, you look good. You look thin and glowy. Really? Yeah, you <sighs> look you look good.
1: Great. Well, just out here in Moab, um, living the outdoors dream, you know, doing a lot of hiking, and that's about it.
0: <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do you, I feel like in theory you love this, but then you start doing it and you're like you're like a little more bougie than you want to admit, and I feel like, this is a theory I have, that Rye is just a pig in shit right now. He's loving it, and you're a little bit like,
1: okay, we did it. <laughs> a pig in shit. What kind of <laughs> phrase is that?
0: You never heard that? Happy as a pig yeah, in shit? Yeah, I
1: have. But I'd just like to inform everyone that pigs are heavily misunderstood. They're actually very clean animals. <laughs> 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 I have two. Take it from me. So we're not camping. You know that, right?
0: You're the queen of the glamp, dude.
1: Well, not well, we're even we're a step up from a glamp.
0: You got like a like a Dean Van going on here.
1: Okay, we do have a Dean Van, but see, this is my play. We did, and I I did the same, very similar thing in Iceland. We got an RV, but it's like a tiny RV. It's nothing crazy. It's a really sh- small, like, short, easy-to-drive RV, but it's got a fridge and a little stove and a sink and a bed in the back for the dogs. Um, and it's super comfy, and when you're in it all day – it's like when you go to national parks, like, you're in the car all day, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know how many national parks you've visited, Wells, but it's like you get up at sun- before you know, the sun comes up, and then you're just go, go, go. And then when the sun comes down, you come home, but you're out all day. So having the RV is clutch because you've got the sink – water for the dogs, wash your hands, very important with COVID. Um, and then you've got the stove, which is perfect for like making coffee, making Easy Mac, like anything you need like hot water for, you've got the stove and the fridge so that you can keep like food for the day. It's like day camping. But then you come back to your nice Airbnb to sleep and shower. It's great.
0: Got it. So you've got a bunch of Airbnbs like strewn across the country, but you're also kind of living out of the van.
1: I mean, not all the way across co- Utah. Denver, Colorado, and Utah, but yes.
0: It's pretty far. I mean, that's a good swatch of our great American <laughs> landscape.
1: <laughs> I love the RV life as long as I don't have to actually sleep in the RV. I could probably do it for one night, maybe two, but the, where I really get caught up is the whole like showering situation.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shitting.
1: Yeah, and shit, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, that's cool, man. I, uh, I've i been to Arches National Park in, uh it's Moab, right? Mm-hmm. I've been there once. I've mentioned that there was a time in my life in which I like traveled around and followed fish and uh, the string cheese incident and widespread panic and so I've definitely traveled around in the summers just all around and I camped a lot and I was real crunchy real crunchy I, I, I was i was was <laughs> was crunchy disgusting. i was uh I was a trustafarian. For sure. When I arrived to Arches, it was nighttime, right? I drove up the trailer or whatever and found a campsite. It was cloudy and and really, really dark, so I just set up my tent. I think I just went straight to bed. Maybe smoked a bowl mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? <laughs> Turned on some, like, some fish, rift. I don't know. And then uh, I woke up in the morning, and I had, unbeknownst to me had put my campsite under one of the arches. So I think I woke up. I fucking roasted a bull, bro, like in the tent. I opened up the tent. I walked outside and I looked up and I was like, oh my God, look at this beautiful arch that's over me. I'm losing my mind, bro. (laughs) And I was like, this is my favorite fucking thing. And then the weed kicked in. And the paranoia, and it was like, what if that arch had fallen on me in the middle of the night? I would have died, man. And no one would have known my love for all things fish and Trey Anastasio.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. I thought you were going to say that you woke up to like 50 people Mm -mm. taking photos of the arch with your dead
0: underneath. No, no, no. I wish. (laughs)
1: Oh Lord. I had a similar
0: thing that happened to us. We went to um is it Estes National Park in Colorado? I think yeah. It's, yeah. Same thing. We got there late. We set up camp. We went to bed. We woke up. When we woke up, there was a herd of elk just outside of our Whoa. tent. And we were like, Are we in danger? Or are do we need to get a sled? And will they help us deliver presents? Take you away. What do we do now? Do I, is there a jolly fat man that we need to get? I realize that elk and reindeer are different, but At the time, again, smoke a lot of pot. I just assumed that they could fly. (laughs) So tell me what your favorite thing about your little sojourn is.
1: Well, my favorite thing we've done so far. So we've done – this is the end of our second full day in Moab. And so, so far, my favorite thing we've gotten to do is we we brought – so I brought Astra. And my friend Kirsten's on the trip, and she brought her dog, Moose. Um, Great name, by the way. As long as you – as long as you don't go inside the park, you can take the dogs on hikes. So we took the dogs to, uh, fittingly a hike called the Corona arch hike. Okay. (laughs) And, um, and it was awesome because the dogs loved it and they got to like climb. It was really cool. Like once you got, I don't know, like 10 minutes down into the hike, all of a sudden you're like at these rock faces and they have like cables built into the rock for for people to like hold on to, to climb up. But the dogs just have to scramble and Astra loved it. She is a rock climbing machine. She was living her best life and it was so super fun. Just to, like watch her have so much fun and love it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. She's a very um, Instagrammable dog. I must say
1: that's easy for you. You just say because you're not the one behind the camera. If you only knew. I'm going to have Rai take a video of me trying to take a photo of Astra. It's a whole lot of, Astra, you're a horrible dog. Yeah, Sit down. You're not listening. Sit down. And then she'll sit and then she'll just look like a derp. And I'm like, can you just look a slightly photogenic, please? Like, Astra, Astra. And she's just constantly looking in the other direction. It's actually so much work to take a photo of that dog.
0: So I've got a Pizza Hut Instagram ad campaign coming out, which...
1: Oh, fancy.
0: I mean, I like Pizza Hut. I like pizza <laughs> and whatever. So, you know, whenever I can use the dogs for that, oh, yeah. I do. And so it's Got so funny it. because Carl, again, same thing with Ash, like very Instagrammable, like very funny uh, looking, like very pretty dog. But he doesn't suffer fools when it comes to fucking photo shoots. Like he hates <laughs> it. <laughs> But then then Sarah's dog, Boo, who I feel bad because it's not my dog to be like, hey, I'm going to use him. I'm going to totally just like use your dog for like thirst trap likes right now. (laughs) But Boo is like the most like, look at me. Take a picture of me. I'm so beautiful and like loves it. And so, yeah, you'll see that Carl got sent to the bench and Boo's now in the driver's seat of the Insta posts.
1: Oh, wow. Can't wait to see it.
0: Well, it's a, for, like, a weighted blanket.
1: Oh.
0: And so my thought was I wanted to have, like, the weighted blanket, like, over my head and over the dog's head.
1: hmm Great creative concept. Love. Right?
0: Cute. And yeah. Carl was like, I don't understand why this blanket's so heavy. I don't like this. <laughs> Grr, like, growling. I was like, I don't like this. And then Boo was like, oh, hey, hi, hi, hey, hi. I'll do
1: anything for attention.
0: Let me see. So it's just Boo like licking my face with like the thing over. It's like the cutest freaking picture in the world. So, you know, there are Instagram dogs
1: and there aren't. That's just yeah. the world in which you live. Astra's Astra's really not the best. But when, when you do, like for every 3,000 photos of her you take, yeah. you do get one really great one.
0: Yeah. That's the one that gets all the likes.
1: And that's the one, yeah.
0: Cool. So how long are you gone until you're back in... Tennessee
1: I will be back in Tennessee on Friday
0: got it and is Rye just loving this like I feel like this is what Rye came over here for
1: oh yeah he first of all he's obsessed with panos He's always like, can you take a quick pano of me?
0: So it's a panoramic <laughs> photo that he's in.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, right, no one does panoramic photos. Like, where do you put that? Yeah, doesn't fit on Instagram. Like, what are you going to do with it? He wants one everywhere we go. It's insane. And he knows I hate taking them. They're so hard. <laughs> and he, every...
0: The arrow. <laughs> you're going too high. Come back down. No, you're not. You're too far down. Come back up.
1: The fucking arrow. I like yeah. <laughs> everywhere we, every lookout we stop at. Can you take a quick pano of me? And I'm like, ah, with the panos. <laughs> you know, but he loves it because everyone back home is so jealous because, like, I think over there or like in other countries, I think the idea of like the the U.S. national parks is like yeah, oh, like a bucket list kind of thing. And so everyone's super jealous that we're here.
0: Not to get political, but the U.S. parks were part of the New Deal, which was socialism. So. Mm. Just great Gonna <laughs> kind of cut that but like it's a it's a big part of like what makes america great and it's very funny because it's a very socialist program but whatever here's my idea for you take a bunch of those panos <laughs> and then stack them one on top of the other of like different places and then you can make it into a, a big square or like a oh. big rectangle and then print that as a big photo of like the five places that he like loved taking a pano at that might look cool
1: that's a great idea Why do you, I don't
0: understand, like, I gave you a good idea, and, like, you are, like, resentful of it.
1: Because now I have to keep taking pano.
0: (laughs) Fucking arrow, man. (laughs) I I just like that he calls them panos, and not, what are they really called?
1: Panoram. Panoramic.
0: Panoramic. That's right.
1: Yeah, panoramic, panorama, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, Lord.
0: Okay, well, should we start the show? Uh, we definitely should. Yeah, we are a couple minutes in. You or me? Uh, you?
1: I don't know.
0: Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing. Whoa. Okay, let's try this again. Whoa. Because I, I slowed it down, I got confused.
1: Yeah. It's Bros
0: and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast. Whip.
1: With... Wells and Brandy. Dun, 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 dun. Take a pen of me. Just a quick pano. It's a quick pano? He acts like it takes one second. It takes like a full 30.
0: In his defense, though, I know that you make him probably take a million pictures of you and, like, what's one pano? Oh, a million.
1: Yeah. I know. But he he waits until we've taken the million and then I'm so over it. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then he's like, but uh, one quick pano of me? And I'm like, ah, not the pano.
0: I kind of like that that's his thing, actually.
1: Oh. It's Lord. kind of
0: endearing that he's, like, a big pano guy. I remember when that came out, people were like, fuck, yes, dude. Like, now you can really, the representation of the landscape of which I am looking at right now can be properly seen. (laughs) (laughs) For, like, five minutes, people were pumped about it, and then no one gave a shit about panos, except for one guy in South Africa who was like, yes, finally.
1: (laughs) Pano. (laughs) Oh, Lord.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. I love that. All right, Brandi. The holiday season is freaking here, which is depressing because I feel like this year just flew by. But anyways, holiday shoppers are buying more stuff online than ever before. It's not like we think that's going to happen. No, it's a fact. So if you're an online seller and you're struggling to keep up, you need to look into ShipStation.
1: I use ShipStation a ton when I'm selling stuff online, and it is the go-to place for printing off your labels online at home. You don't have to go to the post office. It's so great. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship all of your orders. In just a few clicks, you're managing orders, printing out discounted shipping labels, and getting your products out super fast fast. The best part is it even works on your phone. So I can literally sell stuff from anywhere.
0: They work with all major carriers. We're talking USPS, FedEx, UPS, even international. You can compare and choose the best shipping solution every single time. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time, with the best rates available. And right now, all you YFTers out there can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use the offer code YFT. Make sure your business can meet the demands of this massive online shopping season. Get started at shipstation.com today.
1: You just click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in YFT. That ShipStation.com and then enter code YFT.
0: Shipstation make ship happen listen, the world's changed. How we interact with one another has changed. How we deal with our kids has freaking changed. I don't have any kids, but I've got two sisters who have a lot of them and they're having to like teach their kids school, which I don't think they're qualified to do. I feel bad for them because I just know that they are like losing their minds. With all these kids running up the walls. So I decided to look into this company called KiwiCo. Have you heard of it?
1: Yeah, I actually just sent some of my friends with kids uh, some KiwiCo gifts.
0: So KiwiCo creates hands-on science and art projects and then you can give them as gifts to spark those that you love's curiosity and learning all year round. We sent some of this stuff to my sister. My sister was like, thank you God so much because I was able to go pour a glass of wine and not freaking pull my hair out because the kids were making a kaleidoscope and all this like crazy stuff. Super awesome.
1: Yeah. I'm always looking for, you know, different gifts to send my friends with kids. I just feel like they always get the same stuff over and over. And both my friends, Chelsea and Sarah have loved the gifts from KiwiCo. It does. It keeps their kids engaged. It's fun for them to do. And they're learning at the same time. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's literally something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo.
0: So get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any creative line with code YFT at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, then promo code YFT.
1: Spelled K-I-W-I-C-O.com, and then that promo code is YFT.
0: How should we formulate this episode? Should we do fave things first? Should we do grievances with the world first? Should we do bachelorette first?
1: Whatever you want.
0: I don't care, man. I'm a vodka drink in, so I'm feeling it. I'm oh, lo- wow. I'm loving it.
1: On a Monday night, huh?
0: Yeah, and I really haven't eaten today. This is going to be one for the books, kids.
1: Very interesting. Um, should we just get Batch out of the way?
0: Yeah, let's get Batch out of the way.
1: Well, I got to tell you. Yeah. You really weren't in it much.
0: Dude, <laughs> I agree with that sentence, but like, that's also how it is for paradise. I'm in for like, that's I get true. like four punchlines. And that's your boy.
1: I liked the part where you said, uh, he's riding him like a fantasy suite. Or what was the line?
0: Yeah, I think that's what I said. (laughs) I like the only thing more embarrassing than actually doing this is having a mustache like that. (laughs) I like that. I think that's the new role. Like, you know, Fred Willard used to do that job in Mm -hmm. R.I.P. And Sarah and I were talking about it. And she's like, yeah, that's about that's about what Fred got. You know, he got like four Good jokes in and then that's it. And so like, yes, I, I guess I wish I was in it more. But then there's also part of me that's like, that's not really what the shtick is. Like like the Ashley and Jared thing, like they obviously were, were in it a lot. I don't know. You know, they were just kind of explaining the rules and like reading the questions. Like, you know, I don't know if, if I was presented with like you could do both. I don't know if I would still I would still do what I got to do over what they did, I guess. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. I get that. Also,
0: I like that. That's my role. Quick hits. You know. Yeah. Like a. Like a
1: but the funny guy. Yeah. Love the funny guy.
0: Just a good bit. Like I will say though, they they cut so much good stuff out. Really. Because tell us
1: some zingers that got cut.
0: Obviously, it was. Very very homoerotic, you know, like it was a bunch of like very good looking guys. It was jello wrestling from like old school, you know, like that's what was happening. They definitely cut You're My Boy Blue. I I did a lot of You're My Boy Blue bits. I remember at one point I was like, Chris, when was the last time you got oiled up and uh, wrestled another man? He was, and Chris was like, last night in your room. Oh, Oh, yeah, there was a Chris and I were doing a lot of that, you know? And was like, when was the last time you took a mustache ride, you know? And it was like, well, Dean's no, you know, it was like we made a Dean joke. Like there was so much good Uh, stuff. Chris and I ripped on like the jumping of the fence thing for very long. And of course they cut it. That guy jumping the fence was a big part of that episode, which I feel like they definitely kind of just glossed over, over, you know?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: But at the end of the day, it was fun. It was funny to be a part of all that. And what you didn't get to see was there was a part where Tasha came over and she was like, what do you think? And I was like, I don't know. Who are these guys? And she was like, one guy's a doctor. One guy went to Harvard. And like now knowing who they are, I was like, go for the doctor or the guy from Harvard, you know? And now I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know if. Bennett went to Harvard or if
1: he... I don't think he did.
0: Like, you know how you can get a degree now from Harvard if you like do like the online classes?
1: Mm -hmm. You know,
0: I'm thinking that maybe he University of Phoenix this whole thing. (laughs) I don't know if you're allowed to get into Harvard if you don't know how to spell limousine
1: seriously but, but we love Bennett
0: we love him I just think he's I just don't think he went to Harvard anymore dude <laughs> he got every
1: question wrong
0: uh, you can't edit that like that's not an edit uh, no that's just you being wrong and I love that that was my favorite part of that whole thing
1: staying on the Bennett train yeah what did you think about his move with the whole breakfast in bed thing
0: Yeah, I think that was good. Mm -hmm. I could see how it annoyed the guys. I mean, my favorite thing of that date was, was it Ed that had the baby? Yeah. And he just wouldn't, he had to hold the baby the entire time. Some producer was like, you can't fucking drop the baby, bro. He was like, come on, man. Come on, man. My eyebrows are too far apart. I can't hold this baby anymore.
1: He took it way too seriously, the baby thing.
0: I know, and then like Bennett wearing the the robe the entire time. I kind of loved it, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He, here's the thing that like I think that those guys think about him is he's like Jordan. He's like a character, right? He's a caricature of someone who went to Harvard. So I don't <laughs> think those guys or went to like Harvard Online or yeah. like if there's like a Harvard Albuquerque, you know, like I, <laughs> there might be one that I don't we don't know about, you know? Yeah. I went to Ole Miss, which is in Oxford, and a lot of people would say I studied at Oxford, which is like England's, like, it's like their Ivy League. But no, it's in Mississippi, bro. Like, anyone (laughs) is allowed in. I promise. I got in there. But I do think those guys are like, yeah, whatever. Like, there's no way that this guy is going to win. It's Bennett, you know?
1: Yeah. He's destined for paradise. Totally. Totally. There's always one or two that come in just destined for paradise.
0: They've already stamped his passport. He's going for sure straight to Puerto Vallarta. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. I love it.
1: But also drink every time they say
0: grown ass man.
1: Oh, no. Didn't love it.
0: Real quick. Let's get into the Ed.
1: Chasen. Chasen.
0: Chasen is the most chasen looking chasen I've ever chastened in my entire chasen life. Okay. And yes, of course, that guy is ripe for paradise. All right. (laughs) God.
1: Ed said of her, Jason used the same words to describe oh. you as he described Claire.
0: Yeah, dude, your vocabulary is only so vast as it possibly can be. I mean, like saying like you're beautiful, you're amazing. You know, like uh, I th- those are things that you say to every woman. You know, like that's, yeah. that's, that's that's it's a weak thing. The whole thing of I've used the same adjective, so I'm gonna come up with a new adjective. And then he's like smoke show, and then Bennett's like, <laughs> that's a noun, which is funny. <laughs> cause it's like it's like first of all, Bennett, bro, you can't spell limousine, so. Let's Let's not take the fucking intellectual high horse here there, pal. I thought women want to be called smoke shows.
1: No, it's one of those things that like they do, but they also like it's like not kosher right now to objectify women. So it's like you can't, but they also like kind of love
0: it. Here's how I see it. Calling someone a smoke show is the same thing as calling someone like drop dead gorgeous or a supermodel. That's how I perceive that. I just think they're yeah. just like looking for things to be mad at Bennett about. Because Bennett is a very good looking guy.
1: I think it just like sounds like a very like bro thing to say.
0: They're all bros. Uh,
1: She's a smoke show, bro. Like instead of being like, I don't know. Yeah. Saying something classier. I think that's kind of like the idea behind the smoke show. Yeah. Noun slash adjective.
0: Something classy like grown ass man.
1: Yeah, like that.
0: It's the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same stupid thing, but...
1: Yeah, I'll give it to you.
0: Okay, so that date happened. Whatever, kind of a silly date. I will say that I, I liked Jared's hair. That was straight up COVID hair, <laughs> which I was definitely rocking too. I was—you could tell—we were, we were deep into COVID, too scared mm. to take ha- get haircuts at this point. We were locked down effectively. I got Kramer hair for days. Ed talks all this shit, says it's mm-hmm. not going to back down, yada, yada, yada. This is what annoys me about that shoot. I didn't know, like, they didn't tell me any of this stuff because they just want, like, natural reactions to things. But if I had known that Ed was talking mad shit about my boy Raisin, G- Dazen, Blazer, Trazer, whatever, I would have been like, you are not allowed to bitch out right here. You don't get to talk all this shit and then bitch out about oh, my shoulders are hurt. By the way, I don't know if you noticed That was it. nuts. I don't know if you noticed it, but they showed him doing shrugs and like shoulder exercises at some point. Okay. Do you have bad shoulders or are you kind of a
1: bitch? <laughs> kind of a complete wimp.
0: Nothing would have served him better than to get his ass kicked by Chasen then it mm-hmm. would have validated the whole thing. Right. That Jason's aggressive and the bad guy or whatever. That didn't make any sense to me.
1: No, he's just a wuss. Kind of a wuss.
0: I like the Korean guy who was like... I love him. I love him too. He's doing that like trash talking thing. And he was like, I played volleyball. I'm not going to talk shit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like, I like that he just owns it. Because that's what I would have done. I'd have been like, ah, I don't want to do this. I don't oh, want to fight. No,
1: I really like him a lot. He seems super down to earth.
0: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan.
1: What about... Ben whose name I didn't know until this episode
0: who's Ben <laughs> <laughs> Ben
1: that. is the dummy that in the group date he was like yeah I'm gonna wait and talk to her last oh so yeah I get her for the longest and then she comes out and she's giving her away the rose and he's like uh oh, oh can, can I talk to you for a sec and she's like the night's over bro yeah 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 most awkward like thing in the whole world he's just he's so defeated he's just like okay
0: yeah that was a bad play and now you know. That's not how things work. Everyone's got to be like fighting to get in there. Mm-hmm. That's someone that who who was like a real cocky dude. It'll be fun. I'm just gonna jump in later, and then a toy totally backfired on him. And then the shaving of the mustache.
1: Oh boy, they made this way too big of a deal.
0: <laughs> they did. It was also like I like it, but let's just
1: see what it's like without
0: it. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute, but also you're a fucking idiot, and uh,
1: although it's disgusting, yeah, it's funny because Rye was kind of watching the episode. He wasn't; he was reading while yeah. I watched the episode, and he was listening to the whole mustache conversation, and he was cracking me up because he was like offended for the guy, yeah. that she was basically like, "That's disgusting. Shave it off right now." <laughs> like he didn't even put up a fight. <laughs>
0: no, he put up more of a fight with a uh, raisin. In the ring than he did.
1: But he looks way better without it.
0: For sure. That guy's also destined for paradise. He was like, all right, well,
1: what's uh, in the Dean
0: Unglert playbook? Grow mustache. All right, check. (laughs) What's up next? You know?
1: (laughs) He does have a very Dean vibe.
0: Wearing tight jeans that were rolled up in that wrestling match. I was like, this is the most Dean thing I've ever seen. Truth of the matter is, Dean's very much a pacifist. I don't know if he would have wrestled.
1: I don't think he would have. He would just would have been real goofy about it. It's
0: hard to hurt Dean. That's like reprimanding a puppy. You feel bad because they're so nice. By the way, I hung out with Dean a bunch like twice this week. Played golf, kicked That's his cool. ass. Kicked his
1: ass twice. Oh wow.
0: Yeah, I've actually won like 90 bucks off Dean recently, and I feel kind of bad about it. But
1: he lives in a van?
0: <laughs> he lives in a van down by the river. He's doing just fine. Jumping out of airplanes, doing crazy Dean shit.
1: Is there anything else? With that.
0: Yeah. Other than you yeah. ripping on me for not really for being cut out of the episode as per usage,
1: yeah, I was bummed for you.
0: I knew that was coming.
1: I felt like Brendan had a moment. I don't know who that is. Yes, you. Oh, I'm so sick of you saying you don't know who anyone
0: is. Is he the guy with the beard, the Abe Lincoln beard?
1: Does he have an? Uh, does he have an Abe Lincoln beard? He was the one who got the one on one last week that she was. Re, she's really into. He's also divorced.
0: Oh yeah, he's from like New Jersey. He's a construction guy or something. I like. Sure. I liked Brendan. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we've got elaborate. similar
0: we've got similar hairstyles.
1: Totally, the curly thing. Yeah. Okay. So, who do you think at this point? Do you think she's like really, really into?
0: I think she wants to bone down with Raisin, Chazin, Crazen. You do? Yeah. I think I think he's like the good looking one.
1: I mean, sure, but for some reason, I actually feel like she's not that into him. Surprisingly,
0: I didn't say that she was into him. I said that she wants to like this is we're playing fuck, Mary kill now, and okay, I fine. think she wants to fuck Brazen, Chazin, Raisin. Okay. crazy uh-huh. I think that she wants to probably kill Ed. I think that yeah. Ed's an, just is just annoying to everybody. Like the guys love him because he he's like stirring up shit that that they don't have to deal with, you know. But I think he's mm-hmm. annoying, and I think she wants to marry. I think she's into that guy that you're, Brendan. Yeah, that guy is it, Zach?
1: Yeah, she does like Zach. He's 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 the older he's guy. The old guy. Older. Which he's brought, like your age, Will. Yeah,
0: I know that's exactly what he was like. Yeah, I'm the older, older, elder statesman. And I was like, motherfucker, you're my age, all right? Pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah, I think she likes him.
1: I think Spencer, for sure. <clears throat> She's in, too.
0: Sarah calls Spencer, um, like, the prince from Little Mermaid.
1: Mm-hmm. I can see it.
0: All right, you do fuck, Mary kill.
1: I was just really going more for, like, who I thought she was vibing. I thought she was vibing Ben until he pulled that dumbass move.
0: Yeah, I think but... I, I think he's he's in for the long haul. I do.
1: Is my, boy, is my boy Jay going to get a shot?
0: I don't even know who that is. <laughs> it's not my fault. I'm watching every episode. It's Claire fucking ruined it for all of us. We didn't learn anyone's name.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Is Jay the guy with the Abraham Lincoln beard?
1: I don't know who's got the Abraham Lincoln beard.
0: <laughs> the guy from Canada.
1: Oh, Blake.
0: Is he even there anymore? I don't even know I, who's... I was wondering. <laughs> who's on this
1: show? I don't know. Okay, Blake was super MIA this episode, and honestly, Spencer didn't get much airtime either.
0: Yeah, Spencer had a big episode last episode.
1: He did. He did. I feel like she's into a lot of them, which I guess makes for a great season. Yeah.
0: Good bachelorette. All right, we done with this, or do you want to keep going? What are we doing
1: here? No, we're done done with it. All right, good.
0: Hey, Brandi. What's up? you ever been to Montana?
1: Sure have. You know I'm trying to move there.
0: They call it big sky country. Fresh air, (laughs) wide open spaces. And a million ways to disappear without a trace.
1: Whoa, that just took a turn. Guys, get ready for your next TV obsession, Big Sky. Coming to ABC, it's from David E. Kelly, the creator of Big Little Lies. So you know it's going to be so good.
0: Yeah, man, with two sisters go missing on a road trip across Montana, nobody can figure out where they are or what happened to them. So private detectives Cody and Cassie team up with Cody's ex-wife Jenny track them down, and end up cracking open an even deeper mystery, one that's as big as the Montana skies above.
1: This is one of those shows where you just think you've got it all figured out, and the twists and turns keep on coming. It's also got a great cast. We've got Ryan Phillippe back on the screen, along with Katherine Winnick, Kylie Benbury, and John Carroll Lynch. Big Sky premiered yesterday, Tuesday, November 17th, on ABC. I am so pumped to get home and start the show and get it going.
0: Big sky country.
1: It really is a really big sky. Alright guys, holidays are not just the time to buy gifts for other people. I'm a big fan of also buying gifts for myself. And I just got some new shoes from Rothy's. I know we've talked about this company before. They're so great because not only do they sell comfortable, cute, washable footwear, everything is sustainably made from Rothy's. Aside from shoes, they've also got bags and everything is carefully crafted with eco-friendly materials like repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. We love a company that gives back. And let's be honest, everyone needs shoes. And Rothy says something for everyone. My favorite style is the high top sneaker. It just slips on and it's made out of the most comfortable material. And the best part is you just toss them in the washing machine and they come out looking brand new. I love this company.
0: Yeah. Rothy's shoes are incredibly comfortable with zero break in period. Thanks to their seamlessly knit-to-shape design with many chic styles to choose from, Rothy's shoes are the perfect pair for any cold weather venture. It's no surprise that Rothy's best-selling shoe, the Point in Black, has over 3,000 near-perfect reviews.
1: The newest Rothy's styles include brand-new bags, masks, and the return of their best-selling merino wool shoes. I have these made from a blend of their signature sustainable thread and their softest material ever.
0: From start to finish, Rothy prioritizes sustainability and manufacturing in every step of the way. We love this company. We think you guys will, too. Check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash YFT. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Y-F-T.
1: Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Just head to rothys.com slash Y-F-T today and check it out.
0: Before we get into some fave things, I have I have a complaint.
1: Okay, submit here.
0: <sighs> to all the packaged salad companies out there, can we take a beat? Can we take a breath? We take a second and stop packing salads way too fucking much. Do you know what I'm talking about here? No. You go into a store or whatever, and you get yourself a, uh, a prepackaged salad. All right, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. in the it's in the little Tupperware thing, and that motherfucker mm-hmm. is filled to the brim. You got so much lettuce, all the thickens, everything. And then you put the dressing on, and then you put the lid back on, you try to shake it up a little bit. Dressing doesn't go anywhere. Guess why? Because there's 17 pounds of fucking lettuce in there. How am I supposed to get an appropriate amount of dressing on all the leaves if you've packed that thing to the brim? And I appreciate what you're trying to say. You're trying to say, you know what, consumer? We love you so much that we're going to give you as much lettuce as humanly possible. But guess what? You fucked my salad up. I need you to give me three-fourths full of salad so I have enough room to shake it up and mix it all up in a perfect way. All right? And I know I'm not wrong here. You know what I'm talking about. We've all been I do
1: know what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) That's it. That's all I got on
1: that. Wow. That was quite the rant.
0: Just... If you're eating it in the car or something, and then it, there's so much, it's just falling everywhere. And then you're trying to do the thing where you're, you're dipping. It's not humanly possible to get enough dressing everywhere. Then you're, you're making a stabbing motion into the salad. And then you're trying to dip a little bit into the little ramekin of dressing. And then you're like, this is way too much dressing. It's a terrible dispersion of dressing. Fucking get it together, guys. It's not that hard. It's not that hard.
1: Well, feel better.
0: A little bit, but I can never get back that sound. You watch any fave things, bro?
1: Bro, guess what's back?
0: The HBO show, The Undoing.
1: They have a new episode every Sunday, which I haven't watched this week. So don't ruin it for me. I haven't either. Okay. Whew. Yeah, you're good. Grey's Anatomy is back. Give me a ding, 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 ding.
0: I thought that that's ever present. It's always running. It's like no. I thought it's like I don't know, Mario Lopez at the at the hotels. It's just always going. No.
1: I have a complaint to file.
0: Oh, no. McDreamy's back. I saw that.
1: He's back for like a hot sec. Listen here. Station 19. Yeah. It's probably a great show. Yeah. Honestly. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it is. But you know what? I don't watch Station 19. And I get it that Grey's is on season like 50,000 and Mm -hmm. it's coming to an end and they need the Grey's fans to watch Station 19 because it's only on season four and they need that show to go on as long as Grey's so they can make their money, money, money. But you know what? I don't watch Station 19. So when you guys are premiering Grey's Anatomy, I don't want to have to watch the first episode of Station 19 to understand what's going on in Grey's Anatomy because I don't watch Station 19. And that's what they make you do. They say season premiere. Oh, and it's a three hour episode. But the first hour is Station 19's episode. And then I had to sit there and watch Station 19. And then I was too tired to finish watching Grays.
0: Yep, yep. How are you going to get enough dressing on all the lettuce? <laughs> you know what? The analogy here is they've packed both Grey's Anatomy and Station 19 in too small of a salad fucking receptacle. And you can't get all of it in. I hear you, yes. man. Yes. Yeah. Damn.
1: I know. I was like, I love Grays. I will take my love for Grace to the grave, but they need to get it together.
0: All right. Your rant was as pointless as mine was right there, and that's what I love about this show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The silver lining here was I got to see McDreamy on screen. He's looking a little thin, but happy to see him.
0: He got about as much screen time as I did, though, I feel like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He got more than you did. He did? Shit. I think so.
0: Well, I mean, it's McDreamy. It, me. his rate's a little higher than mine, so.
1: I was going to say, how much do you think they had to pay him to make that appearance? I don't know. One million a minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just for the, the promos alone, I don't even watch Grace and I knew that guy was on it. The stamp can't buy yeah. me love guy was on it.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm done with Grace. Love Grace. God's
0: back. I talked about it. I guess it was a long time ago where I watched the show The Boys, which is about superheroes, but, like, superheroes that are flawed and, like, what if superheroes really did exist? Like, how would they work in our world? It's on Prime. It's is it so, Yeah, Amazon
1: Prime. Yeah, People rave about it. It's so good.
0: Dennis Quaid's son is the lead for some reason. But, yeah, like, the first season is Dennis Quaid's, like, saying goodbye to his girlfriend outside of his job. And then she just explodes in midair. And it's because the guy who runs faster than a speeding bullet actually accidentally ran into her and exploded her. And it's like that. And the first season, you know, it does like a me too like it was like during the Me Too movement and it does a Me Too thing, but with the superheroes, like they bring in a new main character superhero, and one of the other superheroes that's like already in the club, like makes her do sexual things to like get into the club. And mm-hmm. it's a very it's very much like commentary on like what's happening in today's society. And I just love season two. And finally Sarah caught up to me, and so we watched season two of it. It's so good. So, like, the first one I feel like was very Me Too. This one's going after Trumpers, which is really funny. Or just, like, kind of like crazy conspiracy theory conservatives. Also going after Nazis, which that's an easy target these days. I feel like everyone's anti-Nazi. I mean, you should be. If you're if you not listening to this podcast, then maybe this one's not for you. And then they also are going after Scientology, which is so funny. Like, all the ways that they're, like, kind of going at it. It's just... Really, really good. So, The Boys Season 2, phenomenal. Okay. Really well done. I
1: I have heard great things about that show.
0: It's so good. But you got to watch Season 1 to to be able to do Season
1: 2. Did we talk about Dirty John Season 2?
0: I think you did a couple, like, a while back. Like, it's a different cast, right?
1: So, yeah. So, this came out a while ago. I think I was talking about it on Sorry We're Stoned because... Okay, first of all, if you haven't seen Dirty John season one, what are you doing? That was like one of my favorite television shows that's come out in a very long time. Love Eric Bana. They came out with a season two and it did come out a while ago because when it first came out, my mom and Miley were obsessed with it and they like cruised through it in like two days. Mm -hmm. And I remember them telling me it was so great and I had a really hard time watching it because it's not on Netflix or anything. I think you have to purchase it on Amazon Prime or iTunes to watch it, which is really annoying. But since my mom has already bought it, I went and I started it and I'm almost finished with it. It's a completely different cast. So, like, I almost feel like they shouldn't have even called it Dirty John because it has nothing to do with that story. But it's, I guess they call it that so that you know it's kind of the same idea where it's like, based on true events but it's a fiction st- cast it's, you know it's fictional or whatever but based on true events but this one's set in the 80s which is kind of fun and it's it's called the betty broderick story so betty is the is the new lead it's a little slower than i feel like season one was but once you get into it the acting is actually phenomenal christian slater plays the husband he is so freaking good in this it's nuts he drives this woman freaking crazy i, I don't want to ruin it for anybody i definitely highly recommend that you watch it if you like stuff like this. You know these kids get married so young and they're so in love and whatever, and they have all these kids. Like when they're really young, they get divorced, and this whole thing is about this couple divorcing or whatnot. And Betty is just like in complete denial that it's happening. Like even when she realizes he's cheating, she like almost like doesn't let it register, and she just like lives in this denial of like you know it's going to be fine, everything's going to be fine. And he like makes a ton of money, and she gets used to having like really nice things in this lifestyle. And then he basically just manipulates the hell out of her into into like he literally drives her insane. It's nuts. It's fascinating to watch. I have a couple more episodes, but so far I'm loving it. Uh, I know it's a bit of an old, like not like a new thing. But if you haven't seen it, check it out.
0: Also, I think we've talked about this before. Long before there was a TV show, there was an amazing podcast called Dirty John. And which is.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's what it came from. Yeah.
0: So if if you like listening to podcasts, you should listen to that one. That one's crazy.
1: Yeah, that one is nuts. The show is so good.
0: I believe that. Speaking of things that we probably should have gotten into earlier, but we didn't because life, we finally started watching Watchmen. Remember like when Watchmen won like every Emmy and we're like, I guess we got to get into Watchmen. I I I haven't seen it. We started watching Watchmen and it's very, very good, but also like kind of scary because you watch the news and you're like, are we close to what this world looks like? Mm -hmm. I don't know. The cast is phenomenal, by the way, on Watchmen. Like I totally get why it won a bunch of stuff. So if your boyfriend likes superhero stuff, the boys and Watchmen are both two things that I feel like you and your boyfriend can enjoy together.
1: Rye loves that stuff.
0: I finished a book recently. Oh called the tell. Invisible Girl. So it's Lisa Jewell, she did, then she was gone, which I read and like reviewed a while ago, which I liked a lot. So this is like the next one in it. It's nearly midnight and very cold, yet in this dark place of long grass and tall trees where the cats hunt and foxes shriek, a girl is waiting. When Sapphire Maddox was 10, something terrible happened, and she's carried the pain of it around with her ever since. The man who she thought was going to heal her didn't. And now she hides from him, invisible, in the shadows, learning his secrets. Secrets she could use to blow his safe, cozy world apart. Owen Pick is invisible too. He's 33, and he's never had a girlfriend. He's never even had a friend. Nobody sees him. Nobody cares about him. But when Sapphire Maddox disappears from opposite his house on Valentine's night, suddenly... The whole world is looking at him, accusing him, holding him responsible because he's just the type, isn't he? A bit creepy, invisible girl. Do you know what an incel is? No. So incels are involuntary celibates. They're members of an online subculture who define themselves as unable to find romantic or sexual partners despite desiring one. It's guys that want girlfriends but girls don't like because they're weird or whatever, and they're known as incels, okay? Hmm. Kind of heard about this a lot, and this book kind of goes into the world of incels, which is kind of fascinating because I didn't know about it. But, like, there are a lot of these guys out there that want girlfriends but can't get them because they're a bit weird, so they kind of, like, let themselves go, and then they hold this, like, crazy hatred for women because women don't like them it can get violent at times that's kind of what this book's all about i will say this i thought it was really really good i enjoyed the entire thing i ripped through it but i didn't love the ending so i don't know if that's something that's like super important i guess it just didn't go the way that i thought it was gonna go invisible girl it wasn't as good as then she was gone but it's pretty good, and I really enjoyed, like, learning about this, like, weird subculture of fucking weirdos called incels. So, anyways, Invisible Girl. Check it out. Who's the author? Lisa Jewell. She's making some money. Oh, for sure. I will say this. I am reading the new J.K. Rowling book.
1: Oh. So,
0: I'll give you a full recap on that next week.
1: Fascinating.
0: I just want to give a quick shout out. Like I know a lot of people don't care about this, but... But I like golf. And one of my (laughs) favorite things that happened over the weekend was the Masters was played in Augusta, Georgia. Dustin Johnson, who is either engaged or married to Paulina Gretzky, who is Wayne Gretzky's daughter, which is kind of cool, won the Masters. And he just beat that ass. And I just really love it. Like, I just loved he uh, played really well. And he just fucking kicked everyone's ass And it was really fun to watch, and so it just gave me a lot of joy this weekend. And I don't have a lot to hold on to these days, guys. Okay, so just give me this one. Okay, I enjoyed watching the massive. It's a tradition unlike any other. Wow. Whatever. Dude, so it finally happened. What did? I got influenced by TikTok for music. Really? Yep.
1: What do you mean?
0: You know how, like on TikTok, they like lip sync. There's a lot of lip syncing yeah. with like comedians or dances. whatever and dances and stuff. And so now I think musicians are lip syncing their own shit. Like it's it's quite obviously like very mastered and very produced. They're mouthing it. And so it looks like they're doing it. And so I came across this, I guess, this band or this guy, Alexander Jean. And I was like, holy shit, this is great. This is the first time this. And I think that's, that's how... Lil Nas X got discovered. It was either Snapchat or TikTok, by the way.
1: You right, you right. Mm-hmm.
0: This is a song that I found on TikTok from Alexander Jean. It's called Highs and Lows. I really liked it. So I'm going to start from the beginning because whatever. Has
1: anyone ever told you that you're a pain in the ass?
0: Yes. I
1: guess it's true what they say when they say opposites attract. We got different opinions You keep rambling on I think we're saying the same thing, baby You're just saying it wrong You like it in the morning, I don't If I go skinny dippy, you won't Even when you blow the punch, I'm trying to do my joke And you're making me insane, baby Gonna love you Even when you don't I love you from the of highs To
0: the lowest lows Pretty good, right? I like it. Yeah, like... I don't know. I saw that on TikTok and I was like, uh, okay. Like, that girl's vocals are amazing. The guy's guitar playing is, like, really, really clean and... I love that, that that's just what it was. It was very kind of like um, almost like a Civil wars kind of a vibe to it. So yeah.
1: I'm actually shocked that that song's on TikTok.
0: Well, yeah. But you know what? It worked, though, because I saw it. I fucking went to the link, found it on Spotify. I listened to it. it. was like, I love this. Put it in my YFT folder for this show. Now we're promoting it.
1: Genius. There's a new Chris Stapleton song. Oh, is there? Called You Should Probably Leave. I love Chris Stapleton.
0: Yeah, you should probably leave. There's still time for you to finish your wine, and you should probably. Has anyone ever asked you to leave a party?
1: No. I mean,
0: neither. Lies. I don't think anyone's ever been like, you need to go.
1: Yeah, no, me neither. I haven't never, have been to that many parties in my day either. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is like, you haven't been like, in like, your ex was there that you had cheated on and like, mm. their new boo was like, hey, you should probably leave.
1: No, I haven't been involved in that many scandals. <sighs>
0: You haven't been to, like, People's Choice Awards and, like, Nicki Minaj was like, Mm. you and your sister need to leave. No. Damn it. Boring.
1: No. You're going to make a funny face, but Hanson has a new song out. Okay. It's called Nothing Like a Love Song. It's, I don't know, like, listen, Hanson's still out here making music. They're really talented. That's all I'm saying. And this is, like, unexpected for them. I kind of like the vibe they're going with. Really? Yeah. You know know what? I got to give Pants some props. Like, they've evolved. You know? Like,
0: they're one of those um, bands that,
1: like, yeah, they've evolved.
0: All right. (sighs) Like uh, the falsetto, it reminds me of another brother band. I mean, it's a little reminiscent of this one.
1: Yeah. Also a banger. Yeah, it
0: is. Me.
1: I'm a for you.
0: Great song, but that's great song. That's what it reminded me of. It was brothers singing falsetto. <laughs>
1: that's fair.
0: I like. I did like the Hanson one. Don't get me wrong. I just, I'm just doing the uh the snooty music lover thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we got someone's got to do. It. Anything else?
1: That's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. All right,
0: well, let's go out on the song that inspired both those other songs.
1: <laughs> feel it still?
0: Yeah, I feel. Great song. That's what we should do. That's the right thing to do. Uh, where are you going next?
1: I'm here for another couple of days, and then I'm driving back to Denver.
0: To Denver?
1: You go back to Denver for a few days, bruh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we love Denver It's snowy up there, I feel like, no?
1: Yeah, I just love the snow Do you even follow me on Instagram?
0: I mean, yes, but no
1: I just posted a text, Go like, and follow And comment
0: <laughs> Subscribe, please Um. Alright, well, safe travels Tell Rai, say hi
1: Well, I tried to get him to do this podcast for me Because I was so tired
0: You wanted him but to he... do it for me? For you?
1: Yeah, but he said no <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would have been like, "No, go wake her ass up." <laughs> All right.
1: Bye.
0: Um, hey, tell him. Keep doing those panos, bro. Oh my god. Right.
1: We're gonna do a pano tomorrow just for you. Got to. Uh,
0: hey, lettuce companies out there, stop fucking overpacking your salad bowls, if you wouldn't mind.
1: An ABC can we or at ABC can we stop with the Station 19 Grey's Anatomy crossover please thank you bye
0: yeah also hey Bachelor World if you're gonna fucking send me out to do some show let's not cut me out of the entire episode huh this is just an airing of grievances now
1: bye goodbye